Thanks for listening to Rhema for Today. The Bible said, by grace are you saved through faith. That not of yourself, it's a gift of God. But how does that faith come? It comes by hearing the word of God. But I said men are not only saved just by hearing the word of God, but by speaking the word of God. Men are saved by hearing and speaking words. Who shall tell thee words whereby thou and thy house shall be saved? Men are saved by hearing and speaking words. We can see that from Romans. Now, by the same token, men are healed by hearing and speaking words. Welcome to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. This week we went back into the archives and found a series by Kenneth E. Hagan that we know will be life-changing. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about how to get this month's special radio offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan with today's message. I want you to open them to the eleventh uh, chapter of the Acts of the Apostles. I'm going to read several portions of Scripture, so you just be in a hurry and follow me. I'll not give you all the reference right now, and if you don't have time to follow me, I wish you'd write the verses down, look them up later, because I think they will bless you. I know they will. We'll look first to the eleventh chapter of Acts. The 14th verse, who shall tell thee words, whereby thou and all thy house shall be saved. Who shall tell thee words, whereby thou and all thy house shall be saved. Then turn back to the 5th chapter of the Acts. 5th chapter of the Acts. And I'm going to read the 20th verse. Acts chapter 5 verse 20. Go stand and speak in the temple to the people all the words of this life. Now I want to read several other verses of Scripture, and you'll not have to turn and read. I don't think you can turn that fast. Write them down, though, and look them up later, if you will. Matthew, the 12th chapter, the 37th verse. For by thy words thou shalt be justified, and by thy words thou shalt be condemned. Proverbs, the 18th chapter, and the 21st verse. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Proverbs 21, 23. Whoso keepeth his mouth and his tongue keepeth his soul from troubles. Proverbs chapter 12, verse 18. There is that speaketh like the piercings of a sword, but the tongue of the wise is health. But the tongue of the wise is health. In these services, we have sometimes, because it is healing school, a series of lessons, and we speak along certain lines and stay right close sometimes with certain formats. But then occasionally, as the Lord would lead us, we just, I don't know, 
preach as well as teach. And sometimes all I get is just the little thought inside me or a part of a scripture or something and then let the Lord build on that. And sometimes when I speak like that, I really don't know what I'm going to do when I get there. But this afternoon, most of the day, I guess particularly, on the inside of me, something's been going over and over and I looked up these few scriptures that sort of go along with it and we'll sort of try to put it together as best we can just see how it comes out. And that is healing in relation to words. Healing in relation to words. Somewhere now that's been going over and over on the inside of me all this day. Healing in relation to words. Now the text said here in Acts eleven fourteen. Who shall tell thee words whereby thou and all thy house shall be saved? Men are saved by hearing words and men are healed by hearing words. You know, of course, that this text refers to Peter and uh, Cornelius and his household. And you know that uh, Peter in this 11th chapter of Acts is rehearsing before the brethren up in Jerusalem, for he got called on the carpet for preaching to the Gentiles. And so he's rehearsing how that uh, he had a vision there in Joppa and how that Cornelius, as he went down to Cornelius' house, that this man told them how that he had seen an angel stand in his house and say, send men to Joppa and inquire in the house of the house of Simon the Tanner for one Simon Peter, who when he is come will tell thee words whereby thou and all thy house shall be saved. Now men are saved by hearing and speaking words. You see, the reason that men are saved by hearing words is because the Bible said, without faith, it is impossible to please God. He that cometh unto God must believe that he is, and that he's a Lord of them that diligently seek him. So if God demands faith, which of course he does, when it's impossible for us to have faith, then we'd have a right to challenge his justice and he would be unjust. But you see, God's provided means whereby faith can be produced. Romans 10, 8, 10, 17 said, So then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Turn there to the 10th chapter of the Romans and you'll see right readily what I'm saying, that men are saved by hearing and speaking words. Notice here in Romans, the 10th chapter, and let's start in with the 8th verse and then just read on down through the 17th verse. But what saith it, the word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart, that is the word of faith which we preach. Now notice that 8th verse, just what I said, and I, I really didn't realize till I read the verse. But... Uh, I said men are saved by hearing and speaking words. 
Here he talks about the word of faith which we preach. And then he talks about that word which we preach, you speaking it, being in your heart and in your mouth. For he went on to say that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, that's speaking words, isn't it? And believe in thine heart that God is raised from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, with the mouth confessions made unto salvation. For the scripture says, Whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. How shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? How shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? How shall they hear without a preacher? How shall they preach except they be sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. But they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah saith, Lord, who hath believed our report? So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. The Bible said, by grace are you saved through faith. And that not of yourself, it's a gift of God. But how does that faith come? It comes by hearing the word of God. But I said men are not only saved just by hearing the word of God, but by speaking the word of God. Men are saved by hearing and speaking words. Who shall tell thee words whereby thou and thy house shall be saved? Men are saved by hearing and speaking words. We can see that from Romans. Now, by the same token, men are healed by hearing and speaking words. Men are healed by hearing and speaking words. You see, faith for healing comes the same way that faith for the new birth comes. That's by hearing the word of God. And then it is always with the heart that man believeth and with the mouth that confession is made unto. You see, you can have faith in something. In Jesus, both as Lord and Savior, but if you don't confess it, it won't save you. It won't come to fruition. There's no such thing as a secret believer. Are you listening to me? For with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Whoso will confess me before men, I'll confess him before my Father which is in heaven. Can you say amen? amen. Now, we, we know that when it comes to what we call salvation, the new birth. But you see, it's also true with, with whatever you receive from God. And healing's in the same plan of redemption as, as, as the new birth is. Men are healed by hearing and speaking words. I want to get that over to you. That's the way you get healed is by hearing and speaking words. Now many wait for the intervention of divine sovereignty or for God to initiate something on his own, which of course he does occasionally. But that's not God's ordinary way of doing things. Now, for instance, I'll show you what I mean when I say the intervention of divine sovereignty or a God just doing something on his own. Turn back over to John's gospel, the fifth chapter, for just a moment. 
John's Gospel, the fifth chapter. We'll start with the very first verse. John's Gospel, the fifth chapter. The very first verse, after this there was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now there is at Jerusalem by the sheep market a pool which is called in the Hebrew tongue Bethesda, having five porches. And in these lay a great multitude of important folk, a blind, halt, withered, waiting for the moving of the water. For an angel went down at a certain season into the pool and troubled the water. Whosoever then first after the troubling of the water stepped in was made whole of whatsoever disease he had. Now you see, God just did that on his own. If he wanted to, he could. He didn't have to ask me whether he could or not. And he didn't have to ask you. That's what we mean by the intervention of divine sovereignty or God initiates something on his own. The first person that stepped into that pool after the angel troubled the water was healed or whatever it is. It didn't make any difference what he had. Make any difference who it was, if it was a grown person or a child. Make any difference whether it's a man or a woman. It w didn't make any difference, as we would say, whether they were saved or unsaved. Doesn't make any difference whether it's pretty or ugly. Didn't make any difference of what color the skin was. Didn't make any difference whether it's rich or poor. Just the first one in got healed. And that's the only one. That's the only one. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma. 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagen will continue his message. That's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.